0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends, our first reading comes from the depths of the story of the prophet Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah is one of the longest in the Bible, and it is one of the books least used by Christianity, Jeremiah is negative. He is the ultimate party pooper, a party pooper sent by God. Here's the thing. We religious people talk a lot about the truth. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. He said that the Holy Spirit would guide us into all the truth. What about when the truth is unpleasant? Jesus says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. What about when the truth is unpleasant? In this story, Jeremiah has put on a yoke, you know, a harness that a beast of burden wears. And he is walking around Jerusalem. And here is his message. Preemptive surrender. That's why he's wearing the harness. He's saying, surrender now to Babylon. Surrender now to Nebuchadnezzar. Sue for peace while there's time. Paris, France, has been preemptively surrendered. On a couple of occasions, to spare the city the destruction of war. You're going to lose, Jeremiah says. It's simply a question of how bloody and how destructive the loss is going to be. Jeremiah says, surrender peacefully now and be spared a calamitous war. This message comes through Jeremiah from God. And part of what makes the story so good is that Jeremiah is surrounded by other prophets, dozens of them, who tell the king and the people what they want to hear. In this particular story, one of those cheerful prophets is Hananiah. Don't you love all these Old Testament names? Jeremiah, Hananiah, Jedediah, Zechariah, Hezekiah, Steve Adia, <laughs> Tayloriah, <laughs> Hananiah, the cheerful prophet. And where our reading picks up this morning, Jeremiah is being sarcastic. Jeremiah has said that it's better to surrender now. Hananiah says to the contrary that in two years Babylon will be destroyed and the things that it has taken previously from Israel will be returned. So Jeremiah says sarcastically, amen, amen, may all your words come true. But they are not going to come true. In case you don't know your Bible very well, the Israelites do not surrender preemptively. They do not follow Jeremiah's advice. And Babylon comes in and completely destroys the city down to its foundations and takes anyone with any skill or talent, prisoner into slavery in Babylon. Remember Daniel in the lion's den? Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace? Those are Jewish slaves living in Babylon, trying to keep their religion after Jeremiah's words came true. Jeremiah was right. He had an amazing career, an amazing man, the most underrated man in the Bible, I sometimes think. Sometimes the truth is painful. Sometimes the truth makes us uncomfortable. The principal faith question that people ask me is whether this whole religion is made up because we are afraid of death. In other words, we don't want to die. We don't want to lose our loved ones. So we invented religion to comfort ourselves with the illusion of everlasting life. That's a question that people pose to me. It is conceivably possible. But our religion is addled with so many unnecessary accessories to everlasting life. Sin and grace. Hope And despair, justice and mercy, angels and demons. If someone were going to invent a religion with heaven in it, if someone were going to invent a religion to console us, they could have done a much simpler job. In fact, someone has come up with the perfect religion of wishful thinking. It was on Oprah. Several years ago, the secret, do you remember the secret? It was in all the news. The guy who just got convicted of the, uh, the sweat lodge deaths, he was part of the secret. The secret is that if you just visualize and concentrate on what your heart desires, the universe will bring it to you. Let me tell you, it doesn't work. I've tried. Do you see Julia Roberts anywhere around here? I've been thinking about her for decades, and the universe hasn't brought her anywhere near me. We live in this miraculous free market economy, which is built on the notion that everybody is free to sell everybody else whatever they want. And what that means is that there are plenty of people willing to tell you and to sell you whatever you want to hear, because you'll pay them for it. You can lose weight without diet and exercise. You can make $10,000 a month in the comfort of your own home. You can buy a quarter of a million dollar house, even though you have no savings and you are unemployed. You can visualize it, and the universe will bring it to you. for $20 payable to Steve Springer. It's very much like Jeremiah's world. Hananiah and the others have all realized that there is a lot more money and a lot more success to be had in telling people what they want to hear instead of what they need to hear. You tell people what they need to hear and you end up on a cross, ask Jesus about that. Ask Peter, Paul, Andrew, James, Stephen, Jude about that. You and I are part of a middle-sized congregation with a Reformation heritage, an endangered species in this country. One of the great things, though, about being us is that we haven't sold out. We're not taking in enough money (laughs) and enough new members to make us lie. Nobody is paying me enough for me to lie and tell people what they want to hear. Also, because of our Reformation heritage, we acknowledge that we are saints who continue to sin. We acknowledge being stuck in imperfection. We live in a state of perpetual dependence upon God's grace. So it makes it a little easier for us to tell the truth, because we are a little more accustomed to facing the truth about ourselves, about human nature. Jeremiah, who ended up not being killed and having a long and worthy second career after his city was destroyed, Jeremiah, who sits at a desk in heaven with a sign that says, I told you so, (laughs) Jeremiah reminds you and me and a church like this that we have an important role, especially especially in a culture and a society that is tailor-made for the likes of Hananiah. As it is written in the gospel, according to Mick Jagger, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might just find you get what you need. Mick and the Rolling Stones are getting too old and too tired. We need to step up because we're young and sprightly, we need to step up and with Jeremiah, remind of the world that it can't always get what it wants. But with God, it can sometimes find that it gets what it needs. Amen.